Coming to you from Scenic the Basement at ICN Studios in Brooklyn, I'm Jaina Jefferson, and this is And Friends with Jaina Jefferson. Every other week, me and a new guest host, each time we're going to discuss the latest in pop culture, the industry, life, and much more. And we don't have a guest today because it's a very special episode. This is the one-year anniversary of And Friends podcast. It's wild crazy. I cannot believe that it's just one year ago this baby was born and it's it's gone it's gotten so much love from its listeners uh whoever is out here actually listening to the podcast. I mean we have listeners. We have good amount of listens every single episode. It's it's just amazing and it just so happens that the first episode that we ever filmed it was exactly one year ago today even to like the day of the week. It's Tuesday, September 4th, and it just, it just so happens it's Beyonce's birthday today, and it's also the 25th episode of the show. So there's just so many milestones that we've hit for today, and I'm just, it's just a blessing. So I want to thank you guys so much for listening to the show and enjoying it and giving me such positive feedback. I really, really appreciate it. So really fast, before we jump into the retrospect, I want to let you guys know a little bit about the stats of this show. Um, It's been going on now for 365 days, and we have exactly, as of right now, 6.37 p.m. on Beyonce's birthday, 2018, 4,000 listens for the show. Crazy. Look at Brandon. Brandon, our illustrious um, producer, is just standing there smiling like a proud dad. And I'm just, it's just so cool. Like, I honestly didn't expect this. I just wanted to do something fun and to see how, how far I could go with just, like, having my creativity fly and run wild and here we are and it's it's given me so many cool opportunities and a lot of people have been able to not only listen to me but they've been reading my writing a lot too which is awesome um you know with with all things you never know when it's gonna come to an end and but I'm having fun I'm not saying that like the show's gonna end anytime soon so like don't worry about it but you know you never know there's growth and this is like an amazing an amazing thing that I've gotten to do, and I'm so grateful to Wise and the Indie Creative Network for giving me this platform, and we've been having so much fun, and I'm excited to see what what the future holds for and friends. So, of course, before the show starts and before we do our little retrospect, um, I want to give my Beyonce mood of the day, because we're not going to... What sort of... That would be sacrilegious, to have the Beyonce mood of the day not happen on Beyonce's birthday. So I think that my Beyonce mood of the day today is gift from Virgo. And I say that because it's Beyonce's birthday and she's Virgo. So um, gift from Virgo is definitely the Beyonce mood of the day today. Um, As you know, there is a Beyonce mood of the day Spotify playlist. You go to Spotify, search Beyonce mood of the day, and of course follow it. And each song mentioned by myself And my friends, to start off the show, have been and will be added to the playlist after each episode so you can stay up to date on your Beyonce discography. So, for this very special episode, I took the liberty upon myself to listen to every single episode that I've done, again, by myself, just to see what some of the top topics of conversation have been. So I narrowed it down to four really big ones. 
and we're going to run down them. I'm going to, thanks to Brandon and thanks to my um, no life-ish-ness, I was able to narrow down a lot of clips from different episodes in the past. So we're going to go through the sections. We're going to have retrospective clips from certain episodes about the certain topics that I talk about a lot. And then we'll just, you know, take a trip down memory lane and it'll be super cute. So one of the topics that I talk about a lot, um, it's no secret, I'm from New Jersey. I've discussed it a couple times on the show. Um, But I've also discussed um, the validity and um, technicalities of central New Jersey, where I'm from. So um, this clip from Thought Season with Mr. Dule, we discussed um, central Jersey and its validity and its whereabouts. And then we also have a clip from Jersey Strong with Miss Felicia George where we talk about how South Jersey is like not even a thing and it's really weird and it's just like the strangest place ever. So enjoy these short clips um, about New Jersey, Central Jersey, South Jersey, North Jersey, and all the great things that the Garden State has to offer. Because like, I don't, I don't, yo, I don't know, it's that whole making a fake account. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, when people have like Finstas, like fake Instagram. Yeah. Stupidness. It's like, that's a lot of effort to just like, oh, that's how that one girl Mm. from um, University of Alabama got in trouble because she was tweeting about, uh, she did a Finsta page talking about how much she hates Mm. black people. And she's like, but I love my sorority. Like, no one's going to F my sorority. I hate N words. Like, yada. And Mm. she got expelled from the school because of her Finsta. And I'm like, well, that's what you get, girl. She was from South Jersey. People find people go. Oh wow, South Jersey. Yeah, she's from South Jersey. Good old South Jersey. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm down there though. So it's wow. It's certain places down there is very different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jersey is. I don't know. It just sometimes it feels like it's two different states, which is yes. But the crazy part about it is though is like each side has its perks though. Mm-hmm. But. You're not going to tell anybody from South Jersey that North Jersey is better than South Jersey. Where are you originally from? I'm originally from Highland Park. Oh, which is, oh, I know where that is. Yeah, right by New Brunswick, which mm-hmm. is Central Jersey. Which Yes! Is, there we go. But every, Say it again. Central Jersey, Thank which you. is a thing. Every, every time oh. I try to talk to somebody, they're like, Central Jersey. It's nah, like not, it's I'm thing. like, no, it is because it's we are in the literal center. You yeah. know, my friend has a very good point. When anyone tries to tell you that Central Jersey doesn't exist. Mm. Well, maybe this is just our town, but our town has a Wawa across from a quick check. That's Central Jersey. That is. We have both. Exactly. Yeah. It's either you got to pick one or the other. Either you're going to go up there and get a quick check or you're going to go down there and get a Wawa. But the well, thing mm-hmm. I definitely respected at Central Jersey is because when I used to play high school sports, mm-hmm. they were broken up into three regions. It was Central Jersey, Central mm-hmm. Jersey Group 1, 2, 3. And I'm like... How is there? How not- is anyone telling us that like it doesn't exist? Yeah, the the weirdest part about Jersey, I feel like though, is like, all right, I feel like if you're from the northern part of Jersey, mm-hmm. you feel like Trenton is South Jersey, but Trenton really isn't that much of South Jersey if you think about it, because you have to drive like an that hour and a half true. to get to like Glassboro and like yeah, Glassboro. Oh my god, exactly. Atlantic City. <sighs> Atlantic City is yeah south. Yeah. I used to think that Trenton was uh, south. That's what I thought. But then I was like, I looked at a map. And That's it's in, the thing. It's in, what, Mercer. Exactly. And Mercer's in the center. Once you look at a map of Jersey, like, yo, wait, that's there? Mm-hmm. Like, that's not that far? It's like, mm-hmm. if you look at the drive, because 
I'm accustomed to the New Brunswick to Trenton Drive. Mm-hmm. And I look at a map and I'm like, yo, that's that close. Yeah. Because it's not, especially because if you'd go from like New Brunswick to like Atlantic City. Yeah, that's a drive. That shows you how much mm-hmm. of a different gap there is between like that Trenton area and that actual South South Jersey. Like. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm getting real accustomed to that area now. I'm just not. At, I feel like the only place I'm really not at accustomed to is the actual South Jersey. Like Cape May. Yeah. That's man. very far. Yeah. I don't. I don't, I don't think much, I've, I don't I don't that think that I've ever been to Cape May. Uh-uh. She has like a, a a wood tattooed on her with a maple leaf. Oh. Yeah. See, it's I have never. I was actually talking about this the other day. Like Jersey pride. Is I feel like outstanding. it's standing. Like when people <laughs> have it, it's like yeah. yes. But I I don't know. Maybe it's just my town. There's people who love my town. I am not one of them. It just mm-hmm. hasn't his, historically, like in the life of Jaina Jefferson, it yeah. just <laughs> like my town has not offered me much. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm not crazy about my town. But I'll go to blows with anybody who disrespects New Jersey right. any yeah. time of Jersey the day. Jersey is amazing. Like, do not disrespect my state. Jersey's outstanding. <laughs> Only I can disrespect right. my state when I it's can done say me Jersey wrong. gets on my nerves, but no one else no can. No one else can. Yeah. No one else can. And I was also thinking about, like, oh, there's people who are from... Like, if you're talking about someone who's from, like, Atlanta, you know, like, what they're like. If someone's from, like, New York, you know what they're like. Yeah. Like, from New Jersey, like, we don't have, like, an identity, really. Yeah. We're just kind of all all over the place. We are. We're outstanding. You know, when New Jersey, when you get, when you have a New Jersey person, you get straightforward, like, no nonsense. Yeah. Like, we tell it like it is. We do. I think that's, like, an identifier of New Jersey. Yeah. Like, we don't hold anything back. We're I think great. that would be, like, the number one thing. And we don't pump our gas. Right. <laughs> Which makes us even better. It's even better. <laughs> Have you ever pumped your own gas? No. Oh. It's actually kind no. of exhilarating. Really? Yeah. Like, I pumped my own gas when I went to, um, I went to visit my friend in Rhode Island. And right before I left, I actually drove like close to Bo- like not Boston, but like near um, Massachusetts because their gas was cheaper, mm. and it was actually kind of fun. I was like, "Wow, like this is pretty cool." Like yeah, you just never. you just like type it into the like machine, the gas the gas mm-hmm. machine. <laughs> is that is that a name? We don't even know the term. <laughs> we don't even know. But I like Hashtag I typed in the gas machine like how much I was paying, and then you just put the nozzle in. And then you like hold it, and then the gas is going in. Wow! It's like actually pretty my cool. dad will get out of the car and pump his own gas in Jersey. There's sometimes where I feel like I need to because the <laughs> attendants are kind they of like long. they're kind of slow, and yeah. sometimes they're just downright mean. Yeah, I'm no longer going to the BP near my house. <laughs> like I will go out of the way to not go there because they are so disrespectful. Every time I go there, they give me such an attitude. I'm like. I didn't have to come here. I only came here because BP is like always mad cheap. Yeah, it is. But no, I'm not going to that one anymore. What else about New Jersey is pretty cool? Um, I think Jersey is really artistic. Uh, I haven't seen it in my area. Really? Okay, mm-hmm. maybe it's just maybe it's just my area. Because you're like more like at. North Jersey. Yeah. I think North Jersey because I I'm gonna say it. Cent- I'm in Central Jersey because Central Jersey exists. Mm. It does. Felicia, I don't know. I don't. I don't know no, if South like, Jersey or Central Jersey. South Jersey is so different. South Jersey is South all Jersey's farms. a different state. It's farms. They call sprinkles Jimmy's. Whoa, <laughs> I know. 
they're in a different state, a different Jimmy's. time. And they, okay, like, it's so weird because um, Central Jersey, where I am from, because it's a thing, mm-hmm. we can go for either <laughs> North team, like New York teams, or mm-hmm. like Philly teams. You can choose Ooh. either one. It's really weird. Yeah, like, I went, are, like, Philly. Mm-mm. No? I'm, 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 if you're holding a map of the state, mm-hmm. I'm like here. Okay. So New York is like there. there. Yeah. So I usually, I don't like sports like that, but if I was to choose, I would choose New York teams because that's like what we grew up knowing. But then yeah. I went to school. I thought my school was more South. Turns out it technically is still Central, but they're wow. all Philly teams. Like everyone was obsessed with the Phillies and the Flyers. And I'm like, this is so bizarre because I've never experienced South or Philadelphia teams yeah and everyone's like yeah philly flyers i'm like what south jersey is philly it really is yeah it's philly and they have oh their accents have you ever heard of south jersey accent they sound like to me they sound like they're from south carolina <sighs> they I, sound country so weird they they say things with an oh like a a shortened o mm-hmm. so instead of home they're like whom they, they- <laughs> it's like bizarre. They're from a different state. They say, like, I, I will never forget this. I was a freshman in college, and I was taking a shower in the community bathrooms, mm-hmm. and I used Dove soap. Mm-hmm. And the girl, she was from South Jersey. I ended up actually being her friend later in the year. Um, she was from South Jersey, and she was like, is that Dove soap? <laughs> and I'm like, excuse is me? What? She's like, what? are you using Dove soap? And I'm like, you mean Dove soap? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, it smells really good. I'm like, yeah, it's Dove. Thanks. <laughs> but yeah, she had the thickest South Jersey accent. Wow. I think it's more like a Philly kind of thing. I feel like Philly people yeah. talk like that. I don't know, but they're from somewhere else. South Jersey is its own planet. They are not like New Jersey. I can't Jimmy's. claim them. Yeah. Jimmy's. Yeah, that's insane. <laughs> it's not a Jimmy. I don't know what a Jimmy is. Apparently. Except for a name. Yep. It's not, a, it's not a sprinkle. It's, right. it's, it's not someone's a sprinkle. Name. So then um, the next segment that I've discussed a couple times in the past is um, my disdain for one Aubrey Drake Graham. You know, I, I've mentioned it now a lot of times on the show because I'm not hiding it. I'm, you know, I'm out and proud with my Drake hate. It's not even really hate. It's more just like, um, you know, I don't. I have justified issues with him. Um, I've discussed many times on the show. So for this particular section of the retrospective retrospective episode, I've narrowed it down to two uh, conversations. Jersey Strong with Felicia George again. Shout out to Felicia George. Um, That's the first time where I mentioned how I feel about Drake. I didn't go into great depth, but she asked me... um, She's like, everyone likes Drake. And I said, well, I don't. And that was basically the launch pad into me being, you know, it was like my my coming out of the closet moment with my Drake dislike. And then we have TV talk with the cast of um, Reflections. And we discussed um, in the unpopular, unpopular opinion section in depth, in great passion and depth how much I don't like Drake because luckily one of my guests in the show for that episode did not like Drake. So that is going to be what you're going to hear in the next couple of minutes. So 
enjoy. Sorry in advance if you don't like Drake. I'm going to just continue to talk about how much I don't like him. So sorry about that. I don't think no one should be making fun of me at all. I don't think he's that. I don't think he's a bad guy. I don't think he's very make funnable. Yeah. It was funny when it happened like in 2015 when he like (laughs) failed with Drake. But at the same, oh, am I? Okay. This I don't know. This is definitely not an unpopular opinion. It's a fact. Mm-hmm. Meek is by far a better rapper than Drake. Is it an unpopular opinion? <sighs> I think oh, they're two different. Like I they think have a different, different kind of style. Yeah. Look at Wise grinning. But like- <laughs> I will say, I will say, if they were to like face off right here, right now, Meek is without like, a doubt. Him. Without a doubt. Yeah. I only he's a better rapper. I think. Yes. yes. Thank okay. You. Yes. He's a better rapper. Okay. Because like. If it wasn't for the money and the like notoriety that Drake has, yeah, he wouldn't have won. Yeah, like no. he has like the production team, he has the fan base. He had well, Meek has a big fan base too. He does. He does. He has a pretty big fan. But base. it's like Drake. Yeah. <laughs> Drake. Everyone loves Drake. I don't. I feel it. <laughs> I don't really like Drake like that. You don't. That's uh, not my unpopular opinion though, because I know a lot of people who are like, no, I'm not crazy about Drake. I'm not crazy about him, but I appreciate him. I like. You know what I like? I like normal corny Drake. I don't like when Drake tries to be like this patois. Yeah, wannabe. I don't like that. Like either. he doesn't like this. Like this set. Like all these different personalities and stuff. And I'm like. Nah, we know you're just corny, Jimmy, with the wheelchair. Yeah, right. Like, just be Jimmy. Yeah. Like, I, I like when Drake is Drake. I do, too. I'll I don't like that. when he yeah. tries to be something he's I not. don't listen to that. Like, I don't listen to... Yeah. How about you? What's your unpopular? Since you brought it up earlier, I'm going to rock with you, and I'm saying I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't rock with Drake. Yeah! What? <laughs> Thank you. I don't understand, guys. <laughs> I'm so glad Wait. that, like, I can breathe again. Expound. Oh. Tell me. Okay, here's Inhale, what... exhale, let it out. You go first, because it's your own opinion, <laughs> and then I will chime in. I just don't rock with him. Like, I've, I've literally... Tr- okay, I respect his talent. You know, I, I'm not going to mm. deny what someone... I'm surprised you don't rock. Channing, that's your cousin. Come well, on. I know. That's, yeah, but that's he's your my cousin. far, far, distant, distant, <laughs> distant cousin. So, yeah, I mean, like, I tried to listen to his music. Literally, every album he puts out, I, I, try, I listen to it fully. And I cringe. For I me, he's just a I bunch of sad cringe. boy tunes. <laughs> yes, and everyone's like, oh, he's, he's like. And, and for me, like, I don't know, like, I, I listen to him and he's like, he's a sucker. But he's you know punk. the audience he has, he's Millennials. gotten an audience. Yeah, no, well, he does that will get, he, he makes give hits. Give him the money that he is going... Like, that's the thing. Exactly. Like, he's good at making hits. A couple weeks ago, we were... I, like, low-key mentioned that I wasn't a fan of a musician. And after the show ended, I expounded on it with the audience that was here. And the guy was mad at me. Like, he was, like, yelling in my face, basically, like, what? how could you say that? Like, he's, like, top three, Kendrick, J. Cole, and Drake. And I'm like, okay, then you're getting uh, crazy Jay-Z, now. Nas, you're oh, you're getting Pac, crazy Biggie? now. Top three or what? Top, alive, I guess top alive? three of like right alive. now. Oh, Kendrick, right now. Okay. Kendrick. Cole. And Cole. not Drake. I want to say Drake. As, and what is Drake? Is he a rapper? Is he a singer? That's what I want to like, know. He's not, he's not one of the best rappers right now. Because not he's not opinion. a rapper. He's a singer. He's an actor who sometimes spits. He does. For me, he's, you know what it is? For me, it's because he doesn't write his own music. He doesn't? And it's mm-hmm. clear oh, yeah, that yeah, he does. Yeah, he's the ghostwriter. He's a ghostwriter. He doesn't freestyle. <laughs> that I just party think he's next such a guy, punk and he's too. soft. And yeah, I'm, he's, he's super he's soft. Fake. I find him fake to me. You, why do you think he's fake? Because it's not. this is not him. Like He's like, oh, yeah. Started from the bottom, now I'm here. I'm like, what bottom? He never was at the bottom. He grew up in the suburbs of Orlando. He made money. 
funny since What's the time your bottom? 14. There is no bottom there for is, him. Yeah, like, what is your to, bottom? He's trying to like. <laughs> what does that mean for you? Yo, he grew up rough in Canada, y'all. In his Jewish family. He grew up rough in that cul-de-sac. He grew up. He is such a phony yeah, but to he me. lived in like the like basement. He's just a big old corn. He, he lived in the basement, me, y'all. He lived in the basement of his mom's mansion. Exactly. To me, he's just... An, of the guest house. He's just like, an, <laughs> an actor with an okay flow who was able to expound on that okay flow and that charming personality and now look at him. That's what it is. He's just an actor. That's his bottom. He's but you know what? I, I give it up to him. He's, he's, isn't he, just, he like donate millions of dollars every day? He gave away all money to... Yeah, good for him. That's cute, whatever. But at the same time, I'm like, I just... not impressed, I'm not impressed by him in the slightest. Like when I hear... When I Fake love. Fake love. When I hear Kendrick Oh. I feel something. Oh, yes. yes. When yes. I hear yes. Jay Cole He's tell authentic. a story, yes. I feel authentic. something. Yes. Drake is so inauthentic to me, mm-hmm. it makes me sick. Yeah, and, when people, and when people are like, he's just like, he's so good. Yeah, he's good at making money, but he's not good at rapping. Do you like Kanye? I, Kanye West is like the reason I'm alive. No. I started listening to Kanye when I was 11, and ever since, I think that's why I'm so outspoken, because I listen to Kanye. Kanye. But do you like the new Kanye no, or that old Kanye? Because I, I love the old Kanye. I fell off listening to Kanye I felt Kanye made about Kanye that was good though I love that Kanye. was reminiscent like Kanye, of old Kanye. Kanye nope that was reminiscent <laughs> but I, I think, think when he got after, with Kim yep now the third segment of the show we talked about in great depth a couple times on the show problematic men there's tons of problematic men in this world and it is not my duty to talk about them, but it is important to discuss the issues that these men have. So for this, we have three clips. One is from Thought Season. Shout out to Dooley again. Um, we talked a bit about R. Kelly, my least favorite problematic man. Well, I mean, all problematic men are problematic, and I don't like them for their problems that they have. But R. Kelly, as you know, wrote a whole big piece on it. He's just not he needs to go. He needs to go away. And the second clip is from Kanye Mess featuring Letty Deshawn, where we discussed, you know, all of Kanye's Twitter issues from this past year. As you recall, they were just not. And it's it's really stressful with Kanye because Kanye really is um, so talented and it's hard to see someone who you respect so much as an artist and you respect their craft so much to have them saying the things that they say and just spewing nonsense and not even thinking it through and then the third clip is from 20 episodes later with our good friend jameer pond where we talk about the issues with extantation um a very polarizing figure in life and in death and i discussed a little bit in in my unpopular opinion segment how i felt about that whole situation with his passing so enjoy this section on problematic men I have my phone and I have IG Live. Like I can. And then I'm going to do exactly what I want to do. Yeah, there. We can just um pray for them and make sure they stay out of trouble. But um. But we can't do that because it's gonna keep happening. Sadly. A uh, buddy, you know, a young rapper who was at Coachella who doesn't stray anybody wrong is mm. Vince Staples. Oh, I love Vince Staples. <laughs> he basically uh, talked to Nadeska from uh-huh. Complex and was basically like. Um, I'm never going to get in trouble for... Uh, he, I think he's talking about how his license was taken away because mm. he speeds. Yeah. And he's like, well, I won't go to jail for it because I'm a musician. Musicians don't go to jail. Look at R. Kelly. 
And then he wow. went off on R. Kelly saying that like he could never be invited to Coachella because he's going to pee on everybody in the crowd. And he's a child molester <laughs> and there's no reason why he should still be out walking free. Yeah. Like Vince, Vic, Vince Staples went off. Wow. He did what we all have been saying. Yeah. And he said it. And Nadeska was like, you're going to get me in trouble. And I'm like, stop. Girl, just let him speak. Yeah, I mean, she didn't tell him like, yo, you know what you should do? You should wild out on R. Kelly right now. It's like, yeah, yeah that's, just, trouble. that's and just Vince. He's just saying, I mean, it's, at, at this point, yo, like, R. Kelly's track, she just, just. He's so gross. Yeah. It's he's just, just constantly. And, you know, we talked about this in the last episode a little bit. Mm-hmm. He's basically like picking on, like preying on the girls that no one wants to defend. Yeah. So that's why he's like gotten away with it all these years. Because it had it been like a little white girl. Yeah, that is true. He would have been locked up oh, yeah, long nah, ago. We would not hear any more step in the name long of love. Long ago. Yeah, oh. It would be bad. But the thing is, it's so, I don't know. Like, it's just like the story gets dropped and then it's just like it gets spread out. Everybody finds out about it. And then no one does anything about it. We just keep it pushing. Exactly. Like, that's why Bill Cosby was out here for as long as he was. There. Who uh, else is? Oh, there's like mm. um, Kevin Spacey. He was pretty bad. Yeah. Then there's a director, the director of X-Men. What is his name? I'm just bad with names. Um, um, Brian Singer. He's okay. another one. Praise wow. on young boys. And wow. like. No one has said anything until now with all like the Me Too stuff. They're like, oh, yeah, Brian Singer's been doing this. And we're like, you can't. Yeah, that's the the worst part. Like, what what do you mean? This is Brian Singer happening for the longest of time. (laughs) What? Oh, we knew. Yeah, nah, that's. Oh, my God. But yeah, very, very, very. We need more outspoken rappers like Vince to keep being outspoken and saying what we need people to say. That is very, very, very true. Shout out to Vince Staples. I will be willing to let them. You know, show vulnerability because mm-hmm. that's another problem. They don't know how to express themselves, exactly. so they're just out here like thinking that people owe them something and the world owes them something, and, and no it's like no one owes you a nothing. damn thing. Grow up, mm-hmm. figure it out. It's life. <sighs> so moving on to our good friend Kanye. <laughs> Kanye. So <sighs> I've been a Kanye like fan, like very heavy, heavy fan. I wouldn't call myself a stan. But he was the first hip-hop artist that I found on my own. I was mm-hmm. like 11. Mm-hmm. And Gold Digger had just come out. And I'm like, oh, I like this. And then my brother, I believe, had the late registration album. And I'm like, ooh. So I like stuck it in my computer, listened mm-hmm. to it. So my mom wouldn't like hear me playing it. And I was like hooked. I'm like, this guy is so smart with his words. The samples are obviously mm-hmm. awesome. <clears throat> so, and he got me a lot of, th- through a lot of like tough times. Like mm-hmm. when my mom was diagnosed with cancer, it was mm-hmm. around the same year that 808s came out. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, this I, like I feel it. Album, yeah. Yeah. And then when she passed, I was like, I went back and revisited it and just like, it made me feel mm-hmm. better in a way. Yeah. So he's gotten me through a lot of things. So it's very, it's disheartening to see him try to get attention in the way that he's getting it in such a like a disgusting way toxic dangerous way um like i understand like we know connie's a gemini he wants attention Mm -hmm. it's just it's just the facts of life that's how they are male or female yeah no shade to you gemini's but that's just you know you (laughs) you know how you be so like this is one way to get attention I get it. I know what you're trying to do. 
using Twitter to just like be your outspoken self, but to alienate your entire base. Like, what are you what are you thinking? Not only that, it's just like what's the like what's the point of this? It's not there is that's none. my thing. Like, what's the point of it? Like it's you just, sitting here trying to tell us that we should ignore the fact that slavery happened four hundred years ago. Why are you telling us that? Oh my goodness gracious. Like what was the what's the what's your point? And the thing that and the oh the thing that pissed me off about that whole thing today was how although he was, you know, pretty misled in his thought process mm-hmm. in the Charlemagne interview. The Charlemagne interview for the most part was cohesive. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, okay. Then like he sounds TMZ. comfortable. And then he goes on TMZ with all these white people and then he's just Uncle Tomming. And then you got the one black dude that had to like really check you. And then he was like, oh my God, I'm, I'm sorry, so sorry. I'm I sorry. You. Like, like you know, mean? that was basically like the equivalent of the f- camera flash and get out. Mm-hmm. He just needed a black man to be like, what the hell what are, you, are doing? you doing? And then he's like, his nose is bleeding and he's out of it. Mm-hmm. He's out of it again. I just feel like when, um, I don't know the guy's name from TMZ, but the one black dude. I think his um, name is, um, I don't know. But he, it'll come to me. I feel like he really spoke. He, I feel like he said everything that we wanted to say to him. Mm-hmm. Like how disheartening and disappointing that you are telling these these things and not realizing that what you say have consequences and you you make people feel some type of way because of who you are and what mm-hmm. you've done for us in in these last ten years. I I feel like. When you're rich and you sit here and talk about a black issue and you're black and you talk about all these certain things, it's like, just like he said, like, you're a rich black man. Like, mm-hmm. you don't live what we live every day. You don't live in a hood He's anymore. Completely your ass is in Calabasas. You made it very clear in your Charlamagne interview that you're making a community in Calabasas and you're from Chicago, mm-hmm. one of the most dangerous cities in America. And Calabasas and you're, and, is but you're not, not a dangerous city. Not at all. You are a gated community, if anything. And you guys are, you guys are upper beyond upper class the champagne life like, yeah like that's like what that North is everybody Saint will not, not live that life. life so exactly so you sitting here talking about yeah you can sit here and tell your kids to ignore slavery why because they would never really feel and understand what that came from because of how they're gonna be raised mm-hmm. you can't sit here and tell me that when my grandmother is 89 and she's still alive mm-hmm. i'm sorry i feel like you sound fucking stupid he does like that dumb. like you can't tell me that when my grandmother can sit here and tell me stories and she's grown up in the south and I've sat there and listened to her talk, and you're gonna tell me to forget it? I don't think that's fair. Like he, for you like, to say that to me. The blatant groveling for like white approval that he does when he like you hear it, he changes his voice. It sounds stupid. I'm just tired of it. Here's my unpopular opinion. Here we and go. I've been feeling it for about a week now. Here we go. <sighs> just because someone appears to have try to change their life in a positive way. It doesn't absolve or counteract the wrongdoing that they are known for. That's an absolute fact. This whole XXX tentacion thing is a mur- is his death is as murky as his life was. Mm. It's polarizing just as his life I hope you wrote that was. down. hope that's part of your article that you want to write. Oh, I'm about to write that. <laughs> that, was, like, that was bomb. That was bomb. He's... And there's also another thing. There's a difference between empathy and sympathy. Yeah. And I didn't feel... I felt bad for mm-hmm. his family, his friends, because he did die in a very abrupt yeah. manner. Mm-hmm. No one expected it. No. 
Um, but the amount of sympathy yeah. that he got, I was dumbfounded. Because mm. I'm like, weren't you guys just talking about how shitty he was two weeks ago when that Miami New Times article came out? Mm. And now you're like, oh no, he was just so young. He had so much life to live. I'm like, yeah. Why don't you keep that same energy mm-hmm. for his victims that he mm-hmm. beat, his um, gay cellmate whose face he bashed into the wall for mm. looking at him, uh, the girl he got pregnant um, and abused. She had to get uh, eye surgery. Yeah. You see, she was even, even um, she tried to go to his memorial or something, place things by, uh, flowers and Somebody stuff by his, her, right? and someone burned her flowers and she bought like a globe. I guess they had like some sort of thing with globes. And they like threw the globe. That's crazy. She's like on Instagram crying hysterically because people are being still so abusive towards her. Yeah. So her Instagram comments were a disaster. You ruined his life. He wouldn't be in he wouldn't be dead if it wasn't for you. Like stuff like that. That's has not true. no correlation whatsoever. That's not true. But how are we gonna keep how are we this is always happening with um with black men because we're always trying to protect even if they do something wrong yeah um and it's just it's so sad that that same sort of sympathy couldn't be um given to the people who he hurt i can i completely agree um i'm i'm sad because it's a black life loss you Mm -hmm. know what i'm saying like it's a black life loss like here was somebody who had all the potential in the world, very talented, very gifted. And um, I'm a big personal energy. We've seen this happen with Biggie, Pac, a slew of other people. You invite energy or death to your door, mm-hmm. death is eventually going to knock. You know what I'm saying? And he lived that kind of life where mm-hmm. he knew he wasn't going to be around for a, a long time. I think he knew too cuz he think, kept yeah. putting those videos out. He's like when I die. When I like, die, yeah. Ooh. He knew he, and he was he was 20 years. Yeah, it is it is sad old. when someone that young dies so abruptly. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But but go- the martyrdom how everyone's making yeah. him out to be some sort of martyr when we know the tea. Yeah. We've seen the pics. Yep. We read the deposition. Yeah. He had a lot of problems he did and we can't uh. just sweep that under the rug. even on the oh my god even on the bet awards they had like an in memoriam section they put him in it at the very end yeah and jamie fox was like we have to just stop the violence i'm yeah. like um okay yeah. jamie fox stop the violence when you're talking about extantation <laughs> are you kidding me like we're not going to we're not yeah. gonna act like this like i was watching it and i'm like i looked like that uh that gif of that white woman who was looking out the window who was like oh uh, yeah <laughs> i felt just like that because like, you cannot talk about ending violence when referencing someone who brought violence to his everyday life i i completely Ooh, i'm so i'm like mad thinking about know, it again. i've never like i haven't been able to like say it but no but that's i'm like because like good. for my thing is like if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all. Mm-hmm. So when everyone was talking about it on Twitter last week when it happened, I just, I didn't tweet. I was like, yeah. I have nothing to add to I this. had nothing, yeah. Like one of my friends was like, isn't that so sad? I'm like, yeah. I, I, I'm like, I have nothing, I can't talk about this because yeah. I have nothing positive to contribute. Like it, it's, it's sad he was young. He had a, uh, I'm sure he had a, 
great album. I don't know. I literally heard. <laughs> I'm sure he had a great <laughs> I'm album. I'm sure he had a great album. Um, Critically and acclaimed. Clearly, acclaimed. Whoever, he clearly touched people in a way that made them feel a certain way when he did die. Mm-hmm. And they're still feeling it today. Yeah. But we're not going to act like he was some sort of angel on earth, some martyr. People already are doing the Tupac comparisons. Did you Which see that is, picture? It was like half his face and half Tupac's face. I literally wanted to spit. That's, but he, and and that's what I wanted to say. Like, unfortunately, like his fans will rewrite his history, mm-hmm. just like they did Pac's. Like mm-hmm. Pac, Pac was like no thug, like no gangster. Now the last segment. Uh it's it. You know, it's a it's a it's a staple of every single episode. Um, we love Beyonce here. We really appreciate all her gifts, her talents, everything she has to offer here, and all the clips uh, that you're about to hear. One's from Talking It Out with Faluke Tuakli, one is from Prideful with my pal Zach Aronson, and one is from Not My QB with Aisha Quinones. We all discussed how much she just fills our heart with joy, and we just appreciate everything she has to offer. And no retrospective, retrospective, I cannot say that word, retrospective episode would be complete without a whole Beyonce appreciation segment. Of course, one on her birthday, two is what we do here at M Friends Podcast. So without further ado, enjoy the last segment of this retrospective episode discussing our Beyonce admiration. She announced that she was pregnant on the VMAs, and I cried in my friend's basement. I lost my entire mind. I oh my god! I wasn't ready. Still I was like, an iconic ah! moment because she opened up her jacket, and I'm just like, damn! She threw on she threw her microphone on the floor, and then she just starts rubbing her stomach, and I bawl my eyes out. <laughs> I have never been overcome with such emotion in my life. Yes. I was like, <laughs> you would have yeah. thought that my family member was pregnant, but then she had the audacity to top that. Mm. Mm. And then announced not one, but two kids in her womb. And I was just like, she's so disrespectful. Mind you, when she announced the twins, I was on a flight back home. And I, it took everything in me to be like, oh my gosh, somebody, we have to have an emergency landing because <laughs> I cannot deal right now. And like, thankfully the plane had Wi-Fi that was working. Oh, good. And that's you know, how I saw the picture. Mm-hmm. And my friend was texting me, like, while I was on the flight. She was like, Aisha, did you see this? Beyonce is having to. I was like, I am trying to be calm because <laughs> I am on a flight and you are not helping right now. And I was, oh, my gosh. If you could just imagine. I was like, I need to hurry up again. Anytime home. any of that kind of stuff happens, I just, like, I don't know how to act. Like, I remember my sister had texted me when Beyonce was preg- like, pregnant with the twins. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, no, she's not. And she's like, God, it's I'm like in like all caps and I'm like oh oh my god wow she is pregnant <laughs> I can't I really can't Dang. it was like sis it was just you on the invitation you were fine though right? alone and, I mean <laughs> but that's, that's the thing I love about standing for Beyonce is I can stand for her in all different cycles of her life I think for a good period of her career people expect her to be perfect and to exist in one um, version of herself and as she's gotten older and matured and come into her own she's much better at being um unapologetic mm-hmm. while also showcasing how multifaceted she mm-hmm. is and i i love her for doing that with somebody with her platform who can live in these different spaces who can talk about the pain she's experienced while also celebrating not only her victory but the victory of people around her like mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. is a mm-hmm. queen 
Amplify Ooh. those voices. That was like my cardio for the week. That feels good. <laughs> like exhausted. I'm glad. I'm glad you got that out. I love when Beyonce gets to that deep register. That real Ooh. deep. I was listening to um, Bills, Bills, Bills the other day, and like at the very, like when they're doing the ah, da, 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 and you hear like, and I'm like, Beyonce is hitting those you low notes. Me through. Like I love when she gets those nice deep notes. I love when she does that. I love when Ooh. she does everything. Yes, though, basically. <laughs> basically when she does. I mean, Jaina anything. did mention that I am wearing a Beach Hella shirt, but I also have Beyonce's signature tattooed on my. Arm yes, as of a month ago, like I, I rolled deep with the beehive for life. Like it is. When did you become a fan? Um, Brains on the Wall album. Okay, good. really, that's when I became yeah, a fan. As is well. when I, you know. I was a little bit young to understand the difference between all the girl groups mm-hmm. at the time. And like my very first album was TLC fan mail. Yes! But if I'm really looking back, I think I thought that TLC was Destiny's Child. I mean, I was like seven years old. Mm-hmm. I give myself a pass. But yeah, you know, when by the time Writings on the Well came around and then Survivor and Independent <sighs> Women. I feel like for me, because I got, mom, my dad gave me Writings on the Wall. Um, that was 2000 or 1999. I think it was 1999 when uh, Writings yeah. on the Wall came out. So I'm I picturing think I, when they were filming the Bootylicious video and she's like, the album debuted at number one. <laughs> oh my God. So like I got Writings on the Wall, I think in second grade. So I was seven. And then I got... Uh, survivor that was in third grade and i was like wow these, like t- growing up in a suburban new jersey area all we had was you know all these other white girls so i had like beyonce and i had kelly and i had michelle and i had all these girls and i'm like oh my god like they look like me and I, they're pretty and they're good at what they do but then when bootylicious came out i'm telling you like that changed my life i'm like that's beyonce is my girl like bootylicious you could not tell me that bootylicious was not about me <laughs> I was like I feel I am this this is me you could not tell me that every single Destiny's Child perfect. and Beyonce song is oh about me and written God. for me but then it really went to another level when B-Day came out in 2007 mm-hmm. and I was living out in California at the time and just that was the first honestly that was the first Beyonce full-length album mm-hmm. that I had oh I have um, uh, my I sister am, had the writings on I the am wall dangerously CD. in love and I got dangerously Ooh. in love later girl trust like I <laughs> I did my like I went back and got the eight days of Christmas album like every single bonus track anything that has ever been released I, I mean maybe not so much like girls time mm-hmm. necessarily Ooh. what's your but, favorite Beyonce deep cut Deep Ooh. cut. That is a good question. It could be like even like a a, a, um, a feature because my favorite like Beyonce deep cut f- is a feature. It was um the dream and Beyonce. I can I cannot remember the name of it right now, but it's like people think I'm crazy, but I love you because you're crazy too. Ooh, ooh, you're ooh, showing ooh, me up ooh, now. Ooh, I'm not sure I recognize this song. I'll play it. How, how long ago was it from? Oh, I don't, I don't know. Maybe like 2014, but uh, oh. Two Chains is in it too. Oh, I must have heard this track. Dun, dun, ratchet, sophisticated ratchet. Oh, mm-hmm. yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I recognize it now. Ratchet. Oh my God, I love it. I think that is that the one that people thought that Azalea Banks was going to be on because she was saying that she had been recording a song called Ratchet with Beyonce. I, I think know. so. I wouldn't be surprised, but she might have lied. So yeah, uh, ugh, who could trust anything she says? <laughs> I, for okay, real. so a deep cut. Um, Worldwide Woman, if off B Day, mm-hmm. the bonus track. That is yeah. a good one. Those those are both. Or what about like, Welcome to Hollywood? That's from, a good one too. Yeah, from um, like, that's on B Day too. Mm-hmm. On the but on the bonus on the version. bonus version. 
Man. Hollywood. Just perfect individual. I think my Beyonce mood of the day today is probably... Hmm, it was how I felt when I woke up this morning. I woke up like this. It's not flawless. <laughs> Mission one, I'm going to put this on. When, when they see me in a dress, dress I'm going to give me some hay. Yep, that was popping. Because my dress is really tight today, and I was feeling myself. So get me bodied, I think, is it. I ain't worried to me tonight. A, a little, little sweat, sweat ain't never, never hurt, hurt nobody. Why standing on the wall? wall. I'm the one, one tonight. Get nobody. Get nobody. Get nobody. Now, have you ever watched the Rich Man's Frug scene from yes, Sweet, Sweet Charity? Yes, Sweet Charity is one of my favorite musicals. Is it? Oh my God, no I way. I love Bob Fosse. But yeah, when you really see it's the, the references, exact, it's the exact same. same. But I have no problem with that. Yes, it's a very because she did her homework. It's an incredible mm-hmm. homage. I actually I interviewed uh, Jaquel Knight um, a couple months ago, and I talked to him because like the one thing that I've always wanted to say to Jaquel Knight was I love his appreciation of Bob Fosse because it's evident mm. in Single Ladies because that's um, Mexican Breakfast, yes. and there's some there's got to be something better than this. And then Rich Man's Frog, I think he helped out a little bit with the Get Me Body video, and that's Rich Man's Frog. So I'm just like, thank you for loving Bob Fosse the way he needs to be appreciated and loved. And he was like, no one ever talks to me about Bob Fosse. This is awesome. I'm like, yeah. Yes, Bob Fosse no. is iconic, and I think I a lot Chicago, of people do. I love Sweet Charity. Yeah. Oh God! He I changed go choreography, mm-hmm. and he really changed. All right, guys. So that's all for a very special episode of And Friends Podcast. Um, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at JNA Jefferson, and of course, follow the show on Instagram at And Friends Podcast. And don't forget to subscribe to the show on iTunes, the podcast app, and Google Play, where you can stay up to date on new episodes when they become available. And if you'd like to be a guest host on the show for the next however many episodes we have, oh my gosh, I cannot believe it's been a year and 25 episodes. Like, it's just wild to me. But if you want to be a guest host on the show, hit me up at amfriendsguest at gmail.com, and we're going to keep in touch. Extreme thanks to you, the listeners, for listening for 4,000 listens. 25 episodes, 365 days. It's just, oh my gosh, it's just super, super awesome and cool to have this platform. There's a lot of cool stuff cooking up with me in my life um, that's coming up. I can't wait. Oh, you just got to keep in touch and stay updated on everything that's going on. But I want to thank you guys so much for listening. And here's to, here's to 4,000 more listens. Mazel tov. All right. See you guys next episode. Bye.